Now I feel silly, but I recently confronted a fear that long ago I thought I had shed. It was the fear of prejudice, something that bites without warning and always is hurtful. What better place to confront such a fear than in the South, in Mississippi to be exact? My mother-in-law had announced that she was giving her 22-year-old car to my son, who had just turned 16 and gotten his driver's license. It was an incredibly generous gift, but I had to make the 1,200-mile journey from Virginia to Texas to bring it home. Despite my preparations for this trip, I took one thing for granted, that a portable GPS unit that I owned would guide me home along a route that I had taken before, through Tennessee, Arkansas, and into Texas. It wasn't until late into the first day that I realized that the GPS unit, and perhaps fate itself, were taking me a different route, through Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. I realized then that I was scared. To understand my fear is to understand what a fan of history I am, particularly of the nation's civil rights era. Now I was driving solo through a region branded by intolerance. That's when it happened. I had just passed a sign to Philadelphia, Mississippi, near where three civil rights workers had been murdered in one of the most infamous of civil rights crimes. That's when the car's oil light went on. That's when fear turned into panic. I pulled into a garage in the tiny town of Pelahatchie, feeling exceptionally alone and exceptionally Hispanic. The owner, Hollywood he was called, was courteous and efficient. After looking at the car, he told an assistant to pursue a theory he had about the problem. And for the next hour I stood, silent and scared at first, noting such detail as little hangman's nooses at the end of the ropes that drew open the large garage doors. Then the assistant called me over and walked me through a host of potential trouble spots in an engine that was born when Jimmy Carter was president. By hour's end, three of us hunched over the engine, talking classic cars and telling jokes. Then I was on my way, immensely relieved, not that I had survived, but that the car had been fixed. That's when it hit me, that stereotypes work both ways. My view of these Mississippians as Klansmen had no more basis in fact than any view they might have had of me. As I eased back on to the interstate, I felt a little liberated by the experience, and then I thought, Mississippi ain't half bad. <laughs>